folks. Welcome to Yelling About Pate. I am Carl Hess. With me, as always, Joel Miller. Oi. Joel looks very rough today, folks. I, I wish I could paint you a picture in words. But nobody it, can see this, it but... It won't do you it whatever, justice. Whatever you're thinking, uh, it's worse. Joel uh, did a celebratory... Uh, event last night it was three years of the normandy club three years of normandy shout out club. to dave fernie manager of the normandy club yeah joel and dave who has been a guest on this fine podcast and, and christian page and shout out to christian page yeah. uh also a great guest they're, they're both top 10 guests oh i would I say mean, two top 10 guests. easily easily top 33 so you you three boys uh, wait a second you guys got christian page oh shit oh we, shit the there's guest, the We've guest been begging pr- him to do 86 <laughs> Pi <laughs> podcast you got for about a he just, year. He just dove on he in. He just dives right in. It's all right, though. It's I, all right. We might as well. Guys, this is a very special episode because it's a goddamn podcast crossover. Oh, bum, shit. Bum, bum, bum. This is like a fucking podcast Voltron in the house right now. Uh, with us are the two hosts of the 86 Pi podcast, Sammy Mansoor and Cassidy Wiggins. Welcome, guys. What up, guys? Oh, thank you. Uh, I mean, this is, I've never done a podcast crossover. I've before, never done a podcast, but crossover. much like the Simpsons episode <laughs> right. that was a critic crossover. I feel like this is going to be an all timer. I feel like all-timer. not only, not only will it be an all timer, it's just, it's just going to be a lot of fun. Yes. Gonna have a lot of fun. I'm jealous for you guys to like right. that. You guys get to right. listen to it. And, and you know, we'll, we'll, you will like, you know, you can watch how we work and then like bring that to your podcast and then maybe you can get Christian Page on. Yeah, maybe, you know? yeah, maybe maybe you can get Christian Page. He's a, he's a great guy. He's he is busy great. as shit. Shout out. We're really just only here to steal your entire <laughs> yes, setup. Exactly. Um, and uh, then I'll go through your Rolodex of hosts Damn right. and guests. And, Damn uh, right. We share. We just, you know, the podcast game is hard out here. You got to stick together. Yeah. Uh, you guys brought a bottle of Buffalo Trace bourbon, which I appreciate. Oh, Thank you yes. for bringing this to the table. Yeah, of course. So on, in your guys' podcast, you drink every episode. Heavily. See, I feel, I feel <laughs> yes. like we could learn We can learn from you guys. See, but you're drinking like hard liquor, right? Right. We've been doing the wine. Yes. We've had, a, we've had a couple wine episodes, yeah. but we've... Oh, we did a, we did we did one. a very, very hard one. We drank we did an entire one bottle with, of Mescal yeah. like, in the first and 30 minutes of wine. That, could, that, that can't runs. be a regular thing. I've done, yeah, we've done a, a bottle or two of Mezcal. Yeah. Well, okay. It gets rough for us. Do you go through the whole bottle? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> well, you guys are, you know, you're a service industry podcast. <laughs> you know, you're a chef. You're a bartender. Mm-hmm. You're you're hard drinking people. You're hard drinking folk. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like going through a bottle is not crazy. No, I mean, it's not like insane. It's right. like, it's a very common thing. You well, know, let me, let me get a sip of birch. Yeah, cheers, cheers, guys. Cheers it up, guys. Joel's not drinking. Guys. I decided fucking to, lit last I, night. I decided to, to not. All right. Drink. Well, tell us about last night, because uh, first of all, you guys had a sweet menu. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Lamb taquitos were on the menu. Oh, larb, larb oh, taquitos. Larb, yeah, we made. Larb. So it's kind of like a Thai Mexican crossover. We, I mean, eh, so to speak. I mean, we did. We did the. We did. It was basically like chicken I'm larb. Not, uh, no pork. Pork larb. Yeah, pork larb. Did you use rice flour? Yes, we did. Fuck yeah. Yeah, we did. So you did it proper. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did it proper. I mean, we we did it proper. Yeah, you're not gonna. And fuck um, no, I mean, we made some cool stuff. It was basically like imagine like you know a 16 year old is like dream like stoner food but like kind of high end give menu. us a rundown uh we did two kinds of taquitos we did uh loaded baked potato taquitos nice. uh and then we did larb taquitos with fish sauce crema mm. and then fish uh, sauce crema yeah nice. we made three different kinds of tacos we made ch- uh, chicken tinga carne asada and uh, uh japanese yam Ooh. And like pur- purple yeah like yeah. O- okinawan yeah yeah, yeah. 
Um, those are really good with like pepitas and pomegranate. Mm. And then... Kind of like a homage to Wes Avila's sweet potato taco. Kind of like an homage to that. And then also, and then we cut Tostitos scoops. And then we'd like filled one with like yellow oh, tail tartar. You, you, I love that like high-low juxtaposition. Yeah, no, it was we great. We bought like toast, actual Tostitos <laughs> scoops. And like they're mini taco bowls effectively. The, and the best thing about it is like... There, whoever came up with that, like whoever they were sitting on like a round table at like the Tostitos or Tostinos or whatever, yeah. like compound. And the guy's like, what if we made like a taco salad bowl, but like smaller? Right. <laughs> and they're like, you're the fucking president of yeah, Tostitos. And they're like, now. well, you just please. They're like, this is, is-, is taco salad like a taco lasagna, basically? Taco salad is always salad. Taco salad is always weird to me because <laughs> the whole conceit is like, oh, it's like a bowl made of tacos. It's just like. Just get tacos Just get then. Taco. Yeah. You're what? not being healthy. Let me chime in here and get on some 80s shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. The original taco salad, which was invented by Americans, would be cooked in a pot. Everything. Canned beans. Right. Ground beef. Right. Chili seasoning. And then you would add French dressing. Ugh. Your tortillas and lettuce. And it was all cooked. That sounds whack. It sounds is delicious. <laughs> okay. So, so that's basically that's just the best thing so ever. You're basically using the bowl then as just a giant taco shell. It's not even a salad. There was no fucking bowl involved in that taco <laughs> salad. Okay, okay. That was just straight up. Okay, that, that presaged the bowl. And then they were like, we got to contain this somehow. Yeah, yeah then I think that the big chains like Chi-Chi's at the time got involved and they were like, let's make a I bowl don't even know what out of tortilla. I've what, what <laughs> never even heard of Chi-Chi's, Sammy. Is that like a Southern thing? <laughs> oh my God. Sorry, are, are you from my repertoire of terrible chain restaurants yeah. across the country exceeds like what most do. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's a regional. Probably player. no, I don't. I think it was. Um, I think it was definitely successful across America because okay. I've seen their fucking branded tortilla chips in the mm. stores far after okay. most of them probably went out of business. Okay, but so was, they're living on in chip form. Yeah, <laughs> there I you like go. That. That's strong. That's now a strong you can, play. You could still go back to the chips, baby. Yeah, so uh, we we did some cool food last night. It Hell was yeah. it was nice and uh, you know very drinky mm-hmm. and heavily um, drinky and and what, very, what and very kind regrettable. Of like um, oh here's well, like I a, know Dave like, Fernie, a lot of mezcal. Here's a here's like mezcal and pear brandy and a high life and wine. Now drink all of it oh. at the same time. <laughs> and it's like oh okay, and then like everything went black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just everything one big was terrible. Punch. I remember waking up. That was about it. Okay. Well, shout out to Dave Fernie and three years of the Normandy Club. Yeah, Hell of an establishment. Awesome. If you live in LA or you visit, uh, go to your, go to the Normandy Club and get yourself a goddamn cocktail. Yeah. They make a, they make a fine cocktail they over make there. Make a fine Manhattan. Uh, so you, How San- much did they pay you guys to really plug them? <laughs> well, uh, it's you for, know. It's, it's for love. Go know. on down We're to the Normandy Mezcal. Club. Man. We're paid in Mezcal. It's, <laughs> there's no <laughs> money changing it. It's goods and services, you know. We're peddling influence. Once, once we start, if we start doing like Chase Sapphire like rewards or something like during the podcast, then you'll know. Dude, someone's we don't have us. a sponsor yet. We're, we will whore ourselves out to absolutely no. But I love that though. I love that that element already that that you're giving a lot of love to specific people. I only do it to places that I places. actually like. I'm I, I, I'm coming no bullshit. We come real oh, for real. I love real, Normandy Club. I'm I not think gonna, it's cool. Yeah, and yeah. And, and, and um, you know, for everyone that's listening. If they're in LA, they're gonna check it out because of that, and that's they just, damn well better. That's fucking cool. Otherwise, you're fucking up. We're not say listening if, to my I'm advice. I'm gonna say if if they go another three years, it's because of us. Yeah. Oh sure. Yeah, no, it's, oh, yeah. it's 100% because. I mean, 50% of, of foot traffic into the Normandy Club from this point on is, uh, is yeah, us. Yeah, it's us. <laughs> it's us. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's not like a good location or like a nice bar or anything. It's, it's... Let's talk about your guys' place. You are the executive chef at Pro and Proper, which is in downtown Los Angeles. It is what, a New Orleans restaurant? No, uh, Southern, 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 Southern Love. Southern Soul Love. Okay. Low country down to Louisiana. Like everything that. in between that Bible Belt now, boy. <laughs> talk that shit. Talk that shit. <laughs> Yeah, I if mean, you believe in Jesus, we got your favorite flavors on the menu. Oh, come on down now, though. <laughs> come on down, Pro and Proper now. Mm. I mean, I've I've eaten there. It's been a while, but I remember you took over. How long? How long ago as a chef? Uh, January 2016. Okay, because I remember going there years ago and being like, "It's okay." And then I remember going there after you became the chef and being like. This it's is a, substantially better. It's a really cool location. It's a really it cool is. space. It like, is. It's, it's down by the Ace Hotel. Yeah. It's kind of on a corner. It's like its own little world. It's like, got world. two stories. It's the only flat iron building in Los Angeles. Yes, it which is, is. It's a yeah, flat iron building. Yeah. It's, that's insane. It, it feels it's, like New York. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely beautiful. It's great. It's over 100 years old. Um, yeah, just like, I, I mean, I think what's... It's also haunted as fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's there's ghosts. ghosts in there. You know, a bunch of people got murked in there for sure. Like <laughs> I, multiple I, murders. I think that they probably just like, you know, like go back to the the turn of the century, and um, there was probably twenty different residential homes because back then in the in in the inner city when it was still being developed, like you had a tiny little eight by ten box, and mm. that was right. your house, and so like, you know. If somebody got sick with a disease, everybody, everybody got, died. So I think that a lot of these ghosts probably died right. of like the plague. They're dysentery <laughs> they're, ghosts. They're really it's like seventy percent dysentery. Like I don't ghosts. think that they're murdered ghosts. <laughs> I have to cut in because Hotel Cecil is like three blocks down the street. Okay. Okay. What that, street is that right there? That's Eighth. That's, uh, uh, it's on Main. Okay, Main. Or Los Angeles, one of the two. Yeah, I okay. think it's on Main. Right. Um. But yeah, terrifyingly haunted. Terr- I mean, terrifyingly haunted. You're gonna American go and there's like a needle story. just like <laughs> right. floating, and you're like, "Hey, right? Oh, what's and, going on and here?" Dysentery a ghosts are the worst. Playing in the background, like dysentery ghosts are the worst ghosts because they're like, "I can't stop shitting," and you're like, "I don't, <laughs> I can't help you." you okay, here's died. the here's what do the you best. Want from me? Here's the best ghost story. I'm gonna make it quick. Okay. Okay. Um, I fucking get a phone call. I mean, at this part. At this point, I'm a partner because like the restaurant was going to go under and like I was I jumped on board, worked with the owner, Joshua Copel Mm -hmm. daily. You're like, I'm going to save it. No, no, no. First of all, first of all, I didn't know that. And I probably (laughs) wouldn't have taken the job. (laughs) This ship looks incredibly sturdy. Oh, it's sinking. (laughs) Three months into it. I'm like, wait, we might go out of business. Okay, but anyway, so, you know, the owner and I, we build up this incredible rapport together and we treat it like partners. And eventually and I don't expect anything else out of it other than that's what a chef does. Yeah. So they make me a partner and which is game changing for me. Right. Of course. Like I literally went from having nothing to owning two restaurants in like a four month period. That's awesome. Fucking dope. Wow. Yeah. And I can't say thanks enough to, to Joshua Copel and Mark Agland who, who did that for me. Right. But because of that, I get phone calls at like 4am when someone fucking tries to break into the joint because I live a block away and they live Many, many right. miles away. Grab your gun so, and get down there. Something's going down. Yeah. So, so the I get out of, yeah, it's just the ghost. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. I get out of bed. I grab my bed. fucking switchblade. No bullshit. <laughs> and I'm like, let me make sure that, you know, nothing's going on. And once it, it's like a shutter popped open upstairs. Yeah. And so the zone was faulted. So I'm like, dude, fuck, you know what? I'm not going to sleep 
I pour myself a whiskey and a beer. Mm-hmm. I have like this big event coming up. I don't can't remember if it was All Star Chef Classic or like food and wine, but I'm yeah. like, let me just bang some fucking prep out while nobody's in the kitchen. Isn't that the so, best feeling? Though, oh too? yeah, having an entire kitchen to yourself and it's just like you can just sp- it's like spreading out. <laughs> yeah, man. you're like fuck it. I don't need to keep my station super like uh, perfect. I could put fucking cauliflower over there. Yeah, must over here. be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when you're working off like. Six different eight foot tables and you're like, doesn't matter. <laughs> you're like, this is great. No <laughs> yeah. one's going to tell me to move. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I get that shit all set up and I'm all over the fucking place. And then the ghosts step in. <laughs> they start fucking with my electricity. They turn my music off. They make my vacuum seal stop working. Wow. They move my mise en place. <laughs> and I'm freaking the fuck out. They made out. me get super drunk. Yeah. Like, suddenly I'm hammered. When yeah. there's ghosts, clearly. <laughs> Dude, I barely even finished my drink because, or my round rather, because I was terrified. So I like looked up and I was like, I get it. This is your fucking time. Right. Nobody's normally fucking here and you're upset about this is it. ghost time. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. And, and I really believed that. And so I was like, let me just like pack my shit up. I'll do it as fast as possible. Yeah. And I will fucking leave. And did I you? Did, it, terrified. Like, I've never had a paranormal experience. I'm I'm kind of fascinated by it. Uh, like, could you feel a presence? Like, what what are we talking here? Like, well, at first I was were you like, scared, fucking, or were you just kind of like, this is weird? I was because like, what this was the point where I was like, this is fucked up. Is that I heard people walking upstairs. That's unsettling. And at yeah, I first like I was yeah, like, no. But then when they kept turning my music off, I was like, they want me to hear them walking. Right. That's you know what I mean? They they want me to know. That's yeah. That's fucking scary. And that's frightening. So I don't. I would like that. I, I would. I would have left immediately. Would not care. For I would have called my butt business partner and have been like, "I'm fucking out," and just walked away. I don't see ghosts. Most of us don't. Right. But for those fucking people that do, like one of our hostesses, um, her mom sees ghosts, and she the first time she came into the restaurant, she went to go upstairs, and she was like, "Uh uh-uh. uh." There's a motherfucking ghost on the stairway, <laughs> and I ain't doing that. Right. No. He's just sitting there. He's not even moving. Yeah, You're so really she, holding up traffic. So obviously <laughs> these uh, these people, they're planting the seeds, but I don't think that they're crazy because I've known enough people in my life that yeah. see ghosts sure. yeah. to believe them and be like, what what benefit is of you to lie about Right, that? exactly. You always have to think about that. Like, it, who does it – yeah, who benefits from You this? guys should do an episode where you go to the restaurant in at the like 4 a.m., Start drinking and just like, we're going to podcast, ghosts. You better not fuck with the audio. We're out here. You guys should come. You I'm, another I'm terrified. Episode. I would actually, I feel like I would like to have a paranormal experience. Yeah. Just to, just to, you know, just to try it. Just to say you've done just, it. Yeah. I mean, I'm open to trying crazy shit. It's kind of like a roller coaster. Right. Just- you hear footsteps. You're like, all right, I'm good. I'm going home. I'm <laughs> fuck. There's- so the most terrifying thing for fucking ghosts with me is that I've never seen one. And I just don't ever want to have to. Right. And I'm always like, maybe I feel like this no time, one ever sees them. I'm like, them, maybe this you, time they'll let me see them. If you, if and you, I'm right. like, it's going to be like Beetlejuice. I'm gonna be like, ah! right. I was saying, if you saw one, would you be like, ghost? Right. And then you just like run <laughs> out like yeah. Scooby Doo style. And you leave like a smoke trail yeah. behind you, like an outline of yourself and dust. <laughs> You're like, oh no, it's just old man McFarley. It was a flashlight and a piece of paper. <laughs> right, exactly. It's just like a rival restaurant owner in a mask. Like It's ah, Christian Page. Like, <laughs> Christian the whole time. I, I think it's Christian. I feel like no one ever sees them It's always like Oh the drawers were opening It's like Ghosts don't even They can't even do shit What are they Slamming a door Oh real yeah, scary yeah. And I was like oh, Why would you slam a door you Just go through it Right Yeah mm. I'd just be like 
Oh, and I'm good. Oh. Yeah. So here's a good one, real quick. Um, <laughs> it's a really bad. Welcome joke. to ghost stories right. yeah. with Sam. Ghost <laughs> this isn't a ghost story, but it just made me remember how I used to talk shit to my line cooks when they had <laughs> terrible knife skills. I would say, <laughs> "Who cut these herbs?" The newly deceased ghost of Ray Charles <laughs> that couldn't Boom. that couldn't even. You burnt. You burnt. And I say that because it's like. He still didn't really know how to pick stuff up, so he was barely being able to like pick up the knife, and he kept <laughs> dropping it. Plus, he's blind. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd have to explain it, and right. eventually I stopped telling that it's, joke. Yeah, it's, like, not, it's, it's no really good when you have to explain it. All the young kids yeah. are like, who, everyone's like, who, who is that? So, so how do like we Jamie nail this? Fox. Do you know how who do Jamie we nail Fox is? this? Oh man, it would be like, yeah, who cut these herbs? Someone who's fucking real bad, bad at, at cutting. Cutting, yeah. Got you. See, whenever I you're fired. Whenever, whenever I, whenever, whenever I see, whenever I see someone cutting herbs like terribly, I'm just like, hey, you know, you should take your knife and turn it over and use the sharp side to fucking chop the herbs. Ooh, burn. Yeah. The other one is uh, when someone would be like brunoising something, like trying to teach someone to do like a nice tight brunoise, and they do it, and it always comes out as like a small dice. I just take it, I'm like, and I just like throw it in the garbage. I'm like, oh, I thought you made me trash to throw away. Oh, you were cutting fucking shallots. Oh, my bad. Do it again. Like, How about know? this? How about this? You, you're Damn. like, you roll over, you see it, and you're like, um, do I look like Gordon Ramsay? Because that's a fucking kitchen nightmare right there. <laughs> oh, wow. Boom. Like and then you pull a microphone <laughs> right, out exactly. from behind you and drop it's it. It's fucking disgusting. I, I, I don't, yeah, well, uh, culinary burns. Yeah, I guess I, I, guess I feel burns. like, you know, as a chef, you need to walk that line between, you know, you want to you kind of rib them good naturedly, but. You don't want them to be so hurt that they they're bad at their job or they shut down or you know. See, when I when I was a young cook, uh, I would be like I would get called like a shoemaker. Like, like wow, what's that? I love shoemaking. Wait, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> it's just like it's just like a it's just like oh like this is like you're like a fucking shoemaker. It's like it's like a fucking. I don't understand. You're like an idiot. A shoemaker is a corner cutting fuck. Yeah. Wait, no, cop. Like, what, cop like, hey, let's not demean the good name of cobblers everywhere. They're doing no, good work in the out kitchen. there. I, have you ever oh, looked at the bra? I feel like shoemaking shoe. is very precise. It's like I, I don't. You know what would be great is to investigate that because, yeah. like, because so that's like we, a kitchen term. Yeah, it was something like not every kitchen, not every kitchen, not but everybody knows it. But yeah. it's exciting to know that you came up with that term. Yeah, too. I, I mean, I was young. I was like early 20s. Don't be right, a right, fucking right. shoemaker. Yeah, don't a be a fucking shoemaker. What's, what's, what's what are, the are we making food or are we yeah. making shoes? Like, yeah. what the fuck Maybe are you it doing? was like, it You trying back. to give me fucking chewy ass shoe leather? Yeah, it's, it's like it, when people like Mickey Mouse shit. Like, you're like, like Mickey Mouse is like a, I think it's Mickey like a, Mouse shit. it's like a common thing to me. Mickey Mouse but I don't is hear an LA term. Yeah. But I don't hear it anymore. Like, people don't say it in kitchens that often. The only time I've ever heard somebody say Mickey Mouse is like when a cigarette breaks and you have to like flip it around and stick it in. What? That's what Mickey Mousing is. Yeah, you just that's fucking it's a, weird. It's a, it's a band-aid over a broken bone. Like you have a yeah. legitimate problem. They're like, it's like, oh, my Vitamix like cracked, and you're like, eh, it's fine. Let's just put some blue tape on it. You know what yeah. it like, should nah, be? It should be not. when someone's no, being, when uh, really you need to put some electrical tape on it. <laughs> Mickey Mousing should be when someone's being super anti-Semitic. You know because. Walt Disney was like hated the Jews, so someone says something like really anti-Semitic. It's like, whoa, cool with that Mickey Mouse yeah. shit, dude. Not good with that don't Mickey break, Mouse shit, man. What is this Mickey Mouse shit? Get out of here with that. My fucking like sixty-eight-year-old, and I'm not exaggerating, mechanic who is from Israel, who's like incredible. His name's L. Shout out to L. He was like, 
I mean, Sam, if you want me to Mickey Mouse it. <laughs> what did he mean by that? What well, he meant by it was anything. like, pay me 1800 to rebuild your transmission. <laughs> right. Yeah, I feel like Mickey Mouse has a connotation. Like, this is just some like, childish bullshit. Yeah, like, this isn't yeah. anything worthwhile. And I love him, but that motherfucker left one piece off because it... He couldn't find it, mm. and it's. I still have a leaking <laughs> that, transmission. That sounds like a terrible mechanic. <laughs> yeah, I did uh, most of it there, except for that now, last one part. part I couldn't was, find that. I mean, we're talking about a forty-something-year-old car, so I was like, "That's a good excuse," but <laughs> I, I really wish it, you and got, I got tired, and then I stopped. I'm, I'm exhausted. This is a lot of things were happening. Sammy has way too much faith in people. <laughs> be like, calm back. Be like, what are you, fucking shoemaker? We got a fucking prepared shoe. Fix the transmission. Fucking are making you shoes fucking down there? I thought it was a garage. Has anyone ever met a shoemaker? No. I have like no. an actual cobbler. Like an actual. Mm, no. I don't. Th- I'm not sure if they. It's a lost art. It, it really. It is a lost it's art. It's a dying art form. I think they probably have like a lot. You of go them to Italy, like Italy. Probably, yeah, probably everywhere. Say. Yeah, you're like. It's like you're trying like, to get off an elevator. Like who are these guys? Oh, those are shoemakers. They're in the way. <laughs> they're they're they're, they're all wear, like have big mustaches right. and like a white apron. You get out of a like, cab in front of a fancy hotel. Like, signore, signore, I make you a shoe. I make you a shoe. Like, get out, get off me. I don't need shoes. I have shoes. Signore, please, I make a good shoe. <laughs> Their God. lives are just bad Adam Sandler movies. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Has anyone seen that? Has anyone met a cobbler or, or has anyone seen the cobbler? If, either way. Dude, I feel like not. that's like a good, like, that would The actual premise of the movie is he repairs people's shoes and then by doing that, he's able to, like, jump into their lives or something, right? Yeah. Like, he, like, he puts on. Yes. He puts oh, on their shoes know. and then he like transforms into their yes. lives. Yes. And then somehow like Adam Sandler made like then, fifteen movies yeah. in the last five years that no one and saw. And then his barber ends up being his father or something. It's like a, it's a whole thing. What? I never saw it. That's and, a fun and Method Man plays the fucking villain. See, and I love Method Man. I love I'll, Method I'll, I'll Man. I'll see that movie. Just I, I, I would see it just by how high, a phenomenal film. How high? I've met Method seminal. Man twice in my life. Uh, talk really? about talk about ghosts. How high? How high? Seminal baby. ghost movie. Method yeah. Man has never met me. <laughs> <laughs> Was he cool? He, um, yes. Okay. Method okay. Man is fucking smooth and he has oh, yeah. like the calmest demeanor. Yeah, dude. Iron Lung, bro. And you don't have too, to tell man. you where he's coming from. Yeah. If I was from the streets ah. of Shaolin, man, Johnny I'd be Blaze. smooth as shit. Yeah, John Blaze up in this bitch. Fucking A, man. Oh, God. That's awesome. Like, that That reminds me of this movie. Um, fuck. It was Kevin Spacey. It was called Nine Lives. And it was about a guy that gets transformed into the body of the cat he bought for his daughter. See, I don't think I've ever mm. heard of that this, movie. This came out last year. Or so noted sexual predator before the Kevin sexual Spacey. predator <laughs> yeah. that came yeah. out. This was his last home run, <laughs> right? Exactly, riding high off the success of Nine, Nine Lives. Lives. Unfortunately, was, so. there's literally a voiceover part where it's a cat looking into a mirror, and oh, it no, goes, and it goes, oh this. my god. I'm a cat. I remember and that. Was, that was the movie. That yes. was the movie. Yes. Christopher Walken was in it. What? Jennifer Garner was in it. Wow. Like it was. So it was just to get paid. Uh, I don't know if he. Go- straight, I don't know how. I think he, I felt like he owed someone that? a favor. So that was like voice acting, though. No, he was no. He was. The, he played the, the main character, and then. It, like, turned into Christopher a cat. Walken turns him into he a cat. He hits an old gypsy woman wow. who's Chris, played Chris, by Christopher, who plays Walken. By Christopher Walken. 
it's it's just you gotta think though these guys are all like on drugs and sure. they're like in their 70s now so sure. like they read these scripts and they're like <laughs> is that's Adam Sandler brilliant 70? no no but but Jennifer Garner's not on drugs and not in her 70s yeah, you don't know you don't <laughs> know she's, that, you she's don't willing know to take life. 40 million Jennifer Garner could be very well on drugs we have no idea <laughs> Dude, I'm not saying I'm there yet, but I'll open like a very mediocre restaurant for forty million dollars in thirty years from sure. now. Hey, I would do it for four for forty million right now. Yeah. I'd be yeah. like, "Fuck yeah, I, let's I, do it." I, I still no, have my good one. You can go to that one. Our our egos still have not been fulfilled. <laughs> <laughs> we still need to like you know believe that we're like, doing good shit. I always like thought it was like, what would it mean to sell out at thirty three years old? I, I still don't know what that is. Like banquet chef. Like, I don't even know. John and Vinny are doing Delta. Get that yeah, money. Yeah, but they're kind of bigger than life now. Like, well, yeah, yeah they've become yeah. like a brand. They have an empire. I guess the next step is like get that real big corporate money. And if you can find a way to do it, like, yeah, we'll make you some fucking in-flight meals. <laughs> or I, I'm interested to see what actually comes of that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Where like, else do you like, go? Oh, you can have the chicken, fish, or veal brains. Yeah, I'm not throwing. Sh- yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. Turkey drumstick for your whole row. <laughs> right, exactly. Pass it around, motherfucker. Oh God, I spilled my foie gras loco moco all over the aisle. Oh God, there's well, there's demi glace everywhere. But like the price of Delta flights went from like a hundred a flight to nine hundred dollars. Right, exactly. You get a tasting menu on board. <laughs> It's like it's like foie what? gras and little wrappers. I don't know of if peanuts. I could do like foie a foie foie yeah. I don't know if I could do like a tasting menu on a flight. That would, I don't that would be weird. I don't know if they're actually like doing anything that dope though. I don't I mean, think no. They're probably I'll not. It's probably just like look, range chicken. I got a right. fucking email from Delta because you know I'm a frequent flyer. Uh, I'm drunk. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a frequent flyer. That's what it's gonna be called when the when Hang the foie on. program kicks in. Frequent flyer. Frequent flyer. With John. No, but I got a fucking email from Delta. That invited me to like a free fucking dinner at Animal. Mm-hmm. Oh, as a as a reward. Hell yeah! And it was like an intimate twenty five person only, and John and Vinny would be there. Very and cool. Like, and I I wanted to go, but I was too busy. But I was like, man, these guys are fucking doing it. Like, that's no, 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 no they mean? are. Like, and and that's the thing. It's like you know, it, it's easy to be like, oh, Delta selling out, but it's like. That's what you do. It's like you just get money. Like there's, there's that's free there, money. There's no selling yeah, out no, anymore. Yeah. Like in today's society, there's well, just all, selling. Yeah. You know, also, it's like as you as you grow up, like you you become less idealistic, and you're just like, yeah, I need to like make a living. Like who knows if my well, my restaurants will be there tomorrow? Yeah. You know. I, I think I think like the not- test is gonna be like, let's say, all right, they're partying with Delta, and whatever comes of it, it's like if it's like really shitty, I feel like that will reflect poorly on them. But if it's just like fine airline food, you know, it's like if they just do an okay job, then no it's one like on a flight is sending their food. Exactly. Back. Exactly. <laughs> as <laughs> long somebody, as it's as long as it's like 20 percent better than what Delta has now, which is probably terrible. Then it's like, yeah, good, good, good work. Yeah. Well, can you imagine someone being like, I'm sorry, but uh, my chicken and string beans is not up to par. Please have the chef prepare something else. Like you're uh, you're in a iron eagle in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> there is no chef. That's Excuse funny. me, ma'am. Uh, yeah. I believe there's a hair in my food. Right. They'll be like, there's a hair in everybody's food. My life is miserable. Yeah, exactly. The, the potatoes, we've uh, enriched them with uh, human hair. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a bulk hair. It bulks it up. It's, uh... <laughs> so have you, I'm curious, did you, have you been in the service industry? Yes. Uh, okay. Starting comedy, I bartended for many years. My first job was working in a restaurant. So I've, I've, I've been behind the bar. I've served, you know, I've never worked in a kitchen in a professional capacity, but uh you know, I, I respect how hard of a fucking job it is. 
And, you know, when you're behind the bar, you're like, you know, you can take a shot here and there. Like, kitchen, you're just like... Yeah, we don't take shots in the kitchen ever. I'm not saying opposite at our restaurant. (laughs) Never. The kitchen is taking shots here and there and everywhere. Not saying that, but like I would say the whole front of the house is sober. (laughs) Well, that's good, but I don't know if that's good, but maybe maybe it's good. That like seems we like went a to pro and proper and everyone was yeah. weirdly the drunk. The hostess is fucked up. <laughs> She's seeing ghosts too. Hey, get over here. I'll get you to your table. You want a table? I got a table for you. No, that, that's just Sammy when he said five shots of bourbon and walking around the dining yeah. room. Hey, I'll get you a table. We're already sitting at a table, <laughs> oh, sir. Great, 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 great. That table wanted to take shots with me. Mm, all right, did they? <laughs> Coercing happened people. to Round take up. the most expensive shots of bourbon that we have. I'll, I will <laughs> say, say no. as like an overall blanket generalization, that it's harder to work in a kitchen than it is behind a bar. Uh, I don't. It depends. I think it really just depends. I really, it really just depends. Like, I think it's harder. Well, you're to making work. less money. You probably have longer hours, and you have the. I mean, not that there's not prep involved with bar programs, but like, I just think in terms of like the general lifestyle, it's probably harder. Um, I don't know. I I love I love being able to get out of the restaurant at like. 10 at closing and then the bartender has to stay until like two that's true or like that's or like true. midnight they have to close up the, the wells they have to yeah, yeah, i don't know all, like i feel like shutting you, but no but, but, but you're jobs. at executive chef position yeah. i'm talking like like a cook n- like yeah a like, cook. like working on the line like being one of the guys i mean not, the, it's not a, no job in the restaurant industry is is easy i mean I, like for example yeah i we're i'm not a server but i would never want that job yeah that sounds i was terrible at being awful. a server and i fucking hate it that sounds awful here's what i think here's what i think that actually it all balances out because there's there's two things there's camaraderie and there's payment so in the kitchen you do make less money and you do know that but you do know that what you contribute has great value right, right. but what you have is a band of brothers yeah you're yeah. the backbone you're the or heart. sisters you, you're <laughs> no ancestors of course right. i mean i'm just you know using a you're a, in the a, trenches a together you know yeah. it bonds people and you, you're all like fucking, you can see everybody all the time. You can see everybody that you rely upon all the time. Right. And if you don't, you're like, where the fuck is Lulu? And then it's like, oh, he's taking a shit. And it's like, all right, I get it. But if he's, <laughs> okay, like, okay, cool, if cool, he's like hiding in the back by a bag of flour, eating a sandwich, get nah, the fuck Lulu. back here, dog. Yeah. You know, <laughs> quit it with that Mickey Mouse shit, Lulu. Yeah. We need you out <laughs> Yo. here. Yo Lulu, awesome yo Lulu, if I needed a shoemaker, I'd call up Adam Sandler Boom. right now. Boom. I got him on speed What is this? Dial. The Adam Sandler motion picture, The Cobbler? <laughs> Fuck out here. Lulu. I don't think so. Now put on some Method Man, son. I'm trying to get in my grind. I think mode. we just found the ultimate kitchen burn. The yeah. ultimate kitchen burn. And people are going to be like, what the yeah. fuck are you yeah, talking about? What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Like, all, the, all the 22 year olds are going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Triple deep cut reference. <laughs> yeah, I feel like here. Shoemaker probably isn't used in kitchens anymore. No, Fucking dude. No. It's a New York City term. Okay. Yeah, it's an East, it's Mickey, a more, like, so an East Coast. Shoemaker is New York City and Mickey Mouse is LA. Okay. From what I've observed in my life, and okay. I'm sure that there's much crossover. I like those regionalisms. See, I just like being direct. I just like, what are you, dumb? Yeah, yeah I like, fuck. What are you dumb will always be good. What are you? Yeah, what are as you long dumb? as everybody knows that Joel, and I'd put it like that. <laughs> what are you fucking is stupid? A silky smooth, handsome bastard. <laughs> that when he says that to a cook, he says it with charm and twinkle in his eye. Yeah, right. And that they actually perceive it as motivational speech therapy. Right, exactly. Yeah. They, they feel <laughs> uplifted. They're like, he just asked me if I'm stupid, and I want to prove I'm not. Right. Yeah. Because really, that's what. <laughs> That's I mean, I don't know if you guys ever go over that in 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 your podcast, but like 
we can laugh about how we talk to people, but like in the trenches and in reality, we talk to them in a very harsh way, but right. also in a very motivational. Yeah, right. When you're in the moment, I believe you get short in you. With well, I th- I think it's like, but it's like when you say that, like they'll remember it the next time that that similar situation comes right. up, and they're like, I don't like. They can't they, fuck it up again. They already hear it in the back of their head, you know, and they're just like, and so you don't have to repeat yourself. Like you just. They just know. They already know. What's the worst thing you've ever said to someone in the kitchen? Not, oh no, n- I can't maybe say not that even out loud. I can't say that. <laughs> oh, okay, shut it down. Shut it Jesus down. Jesus is listening. Bro. Shut it like, down. Problematic. Listen, man. Like as a you, ch- I, I mean, it, it, it. You go through stages. Like as what's a the younger, worst thing you ever said to someone in the kitchen at any point in your career that you can say on air? I mean, I would say like as like a younger executive chef, like, like or like a younger chef, I was more harsh with people. Oh, as yeah. I've grown up, okay. I've become more. You're maturing. I'm I'm more mature. I don't have to like, throw the pan. I just yeah, look I mean, at I the pan. I don't, and everyone knows what the fuck I'm thinking. I don't go off the rails like I used to. Like not at all. I don't throw stuff anymore. And I don't. Call, I don't fucking like. You're more chilled out. I'm way more chill. But like. I've definitely like, I've definitely said some really really yeah, bad things sure like, have. "Fuck you, you suck. You'll never work yeah, in yeah. this town again. You Ooh, piece of you, garbage. You, you pulled yeah. the never work in this town yeah. again. Like you'll never work in this Damn. town again. Like kind of stuff. And I'm Damn. and then like and then you go home and you're like, I shouldn't have said I that. Yeah. that. That's pretty <laughs> like, brutal. That was, that was, but now I have to follow through. <laughs> I, I always follow through on my threats. Yeah, I call all my friends and I'm like, don't hire this guy. Salt I told him he was never gonna work in this town again. Fucking earth. Jesus, I've never fucking said anything like that. Yeah, Jesus, and I would I never feel like I have a worse temper than you. Yeah, because you smile more than I do. <laughs> I'm just a nice guy now. Well, you, <laughs> it, it was different then. Like as a sous chef, it was totally different than right. the way it is now. Because I don't know, it was like I grew up. Uh, my, my mentors or the people that I, you know, that I worked for were really fucking mean. Right. They yeah. were all really, really. That's mean. just part of part of kitchen culture. I mean, it still is, but I think it not as much as it was. No, it's not not as much anymore. I mean. Lots of things have changed. Now you got blogs. Now you got well, social media. I think now that got... now there's like a there's a difference between I don't know every single boss that I've ever had, minus a couple here and there, and the one that I have now, it's um been <laughs> super harsh and super like dramatic and like yelling and screaming at every now you're talking about chefs or bar managers or owners GMs okay just in general in general see owner owners get can get really dicey because like it's their because it's their money you know and you're playing with their money and like if they go off the rails you're kind of just like all right either i stay here and i do this with this person or i leave like those are your only options i'm experiencing because i said come to jesus the other day (laughs) in a slack thread that um uh, front of house can be a lot more uh, sensitive than. Wait, back what do you house. mean come to Jesus? Explain like, this. We're having a come to Jesus meeting. Like this is, like get it together. Come so to Jesus means get it together. Okay, okay. Like that's just a term that I've. I thought it was like uh, I told someone life. they need to find the light of Christ in this black <laughs> thread. Shit got very weird. Metaphorically speaking, you need yes. to accept the Savior in your life. <laughs> it's a Southern thing. It's a Southern. Okay, right. Are, are, are you both from the South? Yes. I'm okay. From South Carolina. South Carolina. So where are you? Where are you from, Jesus Sammy? Me. North Carolina. <laughs> oh, damn, damn. Really? You guys are Carolinas Carolina all up in this motherfucker, mm-hmm. man. Wow. Um, so yeah, uh, but if Sammy ever said that, and it would be totally fine. No one would ever think anything of it. Okay. But when I say because it, I'm a man. Because you're a man. Mm. Well, that too. <laughs> but when I say it, it's like, oh, I'm talking to the front of the house, so I can't say anything that will yeah. hurt anybody's feelings. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Gotcha. You get, you have to, really you have to tread lightly at times. It and it's like, what, how, how, how has no one else worked for people that are like, I have never even yelled at anyone. Well, yeah. pro and proper front of house staff, if you're listening <laughs> to this, get your <laughs> shit together. I just, <laughs> <Fuck> you. <laughs> the, 
no, our team is incredible, but but ultimately what's at large and what I've learned and it fucking really boils my fucking blood is that these motherfuckers oh. <laughs> and I'll say it, but that's a term of sentiment. These motherfuckers <laughs> coming from the heart. From the heart. It's from the heart, but, people. Hey, these motherfuckers that work in the front of the house wanna work a six hour shift. They're soft. And they wanna make <laughs> Sixty to eighty thousand dollars a year, and they want to be treated like baby powder. And then in the back of the house, these motherfuckers are working twelve-hour shifts to make thirty-five yeah. to forty thousand dollars a year, and they know how to take shit, and they know how to work as a team. Right. The problem is the disconnect in the front of the house. They don't look at each other like a team. Even when you do tip house, even when you do a tip pool yeah. fucking house, they don't fucking work together as a team because they are in it for their money. They are fucking but greedy. It's, but it's not their it's not their career. That's yeah, the thing. It's they a transitory thing to the, whatever service. it is that they're trying to fucking do. Like it, how often do you meet a professional server? Like that. that, that when that's I just do, what they do. In when Europe. I do, I fucking melt. And I remember <laughs> my upbringing and that they do exist, that people take pride in this. Give me some in New Orleans. Cassidy right next to me. She is somebody that may or may not do this for a living, but while she does it for a living, this is, hor this is like her profession in her career. Yeah. Hospitality, taking care of people. Yeah. Representing. Yeah, you got to take it the, serious. The beverage, the service, the food. And she values the money she makes because of it, because she values the levity and the weight that it provides to the team and the company, you know, and you got these motherfuckers that just show up and they want to go through the fucking motions. Right. You know, I feel like this has been very therapeutic for you to get these, get these <laughs> feelings out on, on the record, but you're right. I mean, it's like, if you're not, if, Oh, I won't cry. I'll just fire. <laughs> We're having to come to Jesus you know, moment right the, here. The, 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 the other I'll thing is like light. in the back of the house, like those guys, like if when they're on their schedule, it's like I have to show up because if I don't, shit will go down or and like, but in the front of the house, they're like, uh, like I'll, I'll tell if someone cover me. Like there's always somebody to cover. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? They're so like they're not as invested at all. They're never going to be as invested as the people in the back of the house. Well, I, I think the solution is clear. GMs. In the front of the house, need to start calling people shoemakers. Really get them in line. Indeed. <laughs> I mean, pfft. cheers. To oh, that. oh, I fucking agree. There we go. If we just bust the balls of the people in the entire restaurant, right, and not selectively right, exactly. in the back of the house. Well, that's why I was saying back to my my blanket right, generalization homie, right. that it's like harder overall in the kitchen. More time, less money. You know, like no one's gonna cover your goddamn There's a shit. You gotta show up. There's a higher expectation True. of the people in the kitchen. True. Yeah. And there shouldn't be. Right. And there's theory on this for the business model. How do we take the, you know, how do we take the tip money and give it to everybody? Well, Joel at the Wallace adds 3% to every bill. Yeah, 3% to every kitchen bill. Love. Well, there's also a Sir, fucking class action lawsuit against that. There's a class so action lawsuit. So you guys probably no, no. shouldn't do that there's a, No, there's a class action lawsuit about about uh, restaurants like conspiring to to do that. It's not illegal. It it gets it gets. Uh, it's an optional it gets, charge. It's an optional charge too, so they can so the customer can can take it off if they want. And um, it, it it gets taxed too, so mm -hmm. the service charge also gets taxed, and then and I like that. And I would say, it's I a, it, it, I would say, like most people probably don't 
take it off. Very few no, people yeah, have very requests few to people. have it I mean, removed. a lot of restaurants do it. Like, uh, here's looking at you does I'm it. I'm seeing it more uh, often. Republic more and more does often. it. Um, what's it. What's it called? I think it's Best a great way. way to do it. Um, I think it's a great way to do Ka- it. I mean, Cali does 5%. Yeah. For the, for their cooks. Um, so I know this sounds great, but let me call my business partner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hello? Uh, yeah, um, I mean, also, you know. Hello, sir. <laughs> Ooh, we got phone calls Ooh. going on. Do you know? Phone a friend. You know how that there's that class action lawsuit about the three percent charge. <laughs> He's calling his lawyer, folks. <laughs> What's it? What What was it? Saul legally, Rosenstein is on. Please the put Saul on the referred horn. to. I can't tell if he's doing a bit or if he's actually on the phone. It's really hard to tell. <laughs> no, it's, this is this doing. Thing. He's like doing great phone way. work. If he is. Collusion. 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 Yeah. No yeah. collusion. No puppet. No Can puppet. You, all right. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. You're a part of a podcast. Oh shit! You're on. You're on air. But. But. Oh, hi. <laughs> oh this sound quality is garbage. So here's what here's where the fault is with that. It's collusion. Josh, please explain. Josh. So the way it works is this. It's not the fact that they did it, that they, they, they got them in trouble. It's the email. There was Ooh. an email. That Paper trail. Where they were like, hey, guys, what do you think? Do you think we should do this? And you can't do that. You, a, a group of businesses in a common industry cannot get together and set pricing. Ooh. Cartel style. Think of, it, think of it this way. There are, I believe, five major airlines in the country. If they all sent around an email saying, hey, guys, why don't we just double prices? Um, that, that is, it's price fixing. It's collusion. Okay. Damn. Joel's doing some crime syndicate shit over here. <laughs> right? I like that. So, uh, it's, it's all part of a much larger, like, antitrust uh, laws and statutes and things like that. Right. But so does the that, fact that it's a, does the fact that it's an optional charge uh, have any bearing on that? What's that? The fact that it's an optional 3% charge added to the bill that could be removed by request, does that have any bearing on that? It doesn't. So it, the thing is this. It, it's not even about what they did. It's the fact that they all agreed to do the same thing together. Yeah. Are, are, you, are, you, are you referring to a specific class action lawsuit right yeah, now? Yeah, it's a, it's a lawsuit against like... It's like AOC, Susan Goyne, John and Vinny. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't even hear about this. Yeah. They, all, they all had the option to remove it. So if someone called you a shoemaker, what would you make of that? <laughs> <laughs> does, that mean, does that mean anything to you? That, no, no, it wouldn't. Okay, well, no, there we go. Yeah. Thank you, very, thank you very thank much. Thank you, thank you. We got some expertise. There we go. Josh, he handles the purse for pro and proper. Some expertise. That, I mean, that makes sense. Businesses aren't allowed to collude to fix prices, I guess. That, that yeah. does make sense. But, and also, the, serv- the, ser- the service charge can't go to any uh, – um, what's it called? It can't go to any um, salaried employee. It has, okay. to go, it has to go to hourly employee. Like Is it, yeah, did you put your phone on Facebook Live right now? Uh, Instagram Live. Oh, damn. We live right now. <laughs> Well, this episode is not going to come out for a while. Um, the whole collusion thing really just reminds me of the league, which is basically if anyone has never watched, the I've league, never seen it, it but I've heard it's funny. I've seen some episodes. Best. I've heard it's hilarious. Shout it out is, to Nick Kroll. Shout out to Nick Kroll. Incredible. Everyone should watch it. So there's an episode that deals with restaurant price gouging and three percent charge collusion. <laughs> no, just collusion in general. Nick Kroll is his character is just 
every single chance he gets collusion. Right, right, right. <laughs> when's the it's next amazing. great? When's the next great restaurant show? So Josh show watches the league. <laughs> I feel uh, like someone could do right. Someone could one. do the league, but for like restaurants. But for restaurants. Like wh- when was the last great restaurant show? There hasn't been really. It's always sunny. Oh, it's not even a bar, but that's different. It's not really about the life. Did you guys ever see? Um, okay, so let's talk about Super Troopers. Everyone's <laughs> everyone's seen it, right? Sure. Seamless segue. Sure. Seamless. Sure. Seamless. Seminal. Oh, motion you don't picture. think I got a motherfucking segue, son? <laughs> no, I literally have one. That's have what I rolled you up seen? To. I'm more of a razor scooter man. Dude, have you seen the Slam and Salmon? I have. Yeah. Okay, it's not good. By not a great film. Not I think comedy is better. Troop. I think waiting, waiting, waiting is, is better. Waiting's got some some moments. Waiting's funny. Yeah. You know, I think that the Slam and Salmon is brilliant, and you might need to give it another uh, glance. I'll yeah. watch it again. I only watched it I'll once, watch it again. and I definitely watched it on TV, it's and no, they definitely got rid of all the swears. It's no Club Dread. <laughs> Club Dread is awful. <laughs> Club Dread's really bad. Cl- Club Dread is awful. Club Dread but it's is awfully bad. good. But I have, I mean, I have, Beer Fest was great. Beer that Fest, was a yeah. great movie. It, yeah, Beer Fest is definitely the second best one. So yeah. you yeah. have to either be whiskey drunk or... Very high on marijuana. Oh, wow. Now you're putting some qualifiers on it. I thought <laughs> I was going to enjoy, enjoy this dead sober. Otherwise, you don't see the brilliance. Okay. Fair enough. But fair enough. You have to look through the bullshit. Right. Beer Fest isn't a restaurant. No. I know. I'm just saying right. in terms of broken lizard movies. <laughs> okay, okay. But there's, but, a, yeah, there's no I true, think the, like, time is, the time is right. I'm sure someone's developing it right now for a restaurant based. I mean, there's a there's a, that show Two Broke Girls. Two Broke Girls. That was on for I've like, never seen it. I've never seen it. I heard it was They are waitresses. waitress in a restaurant. Yeah, very I, think popular show. I mean, it's a sitcom. Yeah, and that's a sitcom. A sitcom. sitcom. I'm trying to think, like, there was a. I they did, did see a bit though, or like a, a scene or something where they're like, "Oh, can you marry these ketchup bottles?" And she was just like, "Ooh, they're using the lingo." About that, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's funny." That's funny. Yeah. No, the uh, I now pronounce you ketchup bottle and ketchup bottle. They, <laughs> the studio audience is yeah. just completely. <laughs> <canned> <laughs> <after>. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good bit. <laughs> There was a show uh, based on Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen Confidential yes, book, which called we've talked Kitchen, about before. Called Kitchen Confidential, the world's worst theme song. No, the world's ever. best theme the song. The world's worst theme song, but it was when about you're making your way through your kitchen today, <laughs> and he's like walking through. There's like a brassiere. Yeah, there's, there's a, a, brassiere. Br- a bra hanging up. That, I, oh, these wacky kitchen antics. I like that you said brassiere. That is that is yes, pretty funny. Man's ear. It's, it's a bro. It's a man's ear. It's a bro. Gotta gotta get those hot. However, I've never heard this uh, theme song before. Uh, No Um, one has. No one has because this show is on for like the the show was was on for. for the show was on for eleven episodes, and it was one season long before it was finished as first season. Yeah, it was. It was. Sorry, Bradley Cooper. This was well, that's, 2004. That's yeah. how they do it now. Like, like uh, networks only buy like six episodes at a time. Sure, they'll cancel like the that. shit out of something if it's not doing well. This was like when you know Kitchen Confidential dropped. Shit was hot. Anthony Bourdain's getting getting a lot of heat. They're like, oh, he's a bad boy chef. Oh boy, he used to do heroin, but he doesn't anymore. But he still got the street cred. Oh, you see that picture on the back of the book where he he's got a big sword. You didn't read Kitchen Confidential? Definitely not. Oh shit! Yeah, Bourdain did a lot of stuff. Yeah, man. he was mad. Well, Bourdain's like, whole thing is he's like, out. I'm a New York punk rock guy, and I used to do heroin, but I, right. I don't, but I still love Iggy and the Stooges. <laughs> That's like I his whole thing. I just thought he was like some like gutter punk that you know went to school for journalism and journalism. No, no, Bourdain, he was a chef. No, Bourdain has a uh, bachelor degree in. Um, literary, whatever the fuck that's called. I didn't he, think he went to college. He, he has a degree for writing. Oh, oh really? And then Damn. later he on... He did write a novel that I tried the, to read once, the, and I well, was like, this yeah. is terrible. <laughs> yes, but then later on in his career, he went to the CIA mm-hmm. in the 70s in Hyde Park. Right. 
Um, Where it was just mostly cocaine. Did you go to CIA? Uh, I didn't go to culinary school. Okay. You went to C- Joel culinary school in America? That's awesome, man. CIA, baby. CIA, baby. But so, no, he went to CIA. So he has the journal, like he has the education to okay. write. I didn't know that. And the education to be a chef. There you go. He also, what? I'm pretty sure he came from a fairly affluent Tony B. family as well. Right, I don't right, think right. he like, I think they like I summered. I mean, shit, dog. Yeah. If you go into two colleges in your lifetime, yeah. you might come from an affluent <laughs> life. No, I think he's like, he was talking about like when he was a kid and he was like on a boat eating caviar and shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you? What? Well, we dad, spent our like summers in Martha's well, Vineyard. You, you don't have France. the last Oysters. name Bourdain and you're right. not. Not fancy. Yeah, yeah, no. He he would go to France and shit because I yeah, guess like yeah. one of his parents is French or his French heritage. Uh, yeah, not a bad life. Tony B. Shout out to Tony B. Yeah, if I could have that, like just traveling around yeah. and uh, just eating food right. and like that's it. That'd be great. I would love that life. This and my- a lot of people want that. Um, but fuck, dude, he he did it big. Like, I can I can I, I can do it. Watch this. You take a bite, then you're like, this reminds me of my. Favorite Stooges song, and then you talk <laughs> about it for four minutes. Right, no, he's, do. done, he's done it masterfully. I like, mean, I, I think shit, I was in the shower brilliant. today dreaming about if I get a show. Damn right. <laughs> I remember when and no I, and I was telling myself that I'm going to fucking go back and forth with the producers, and I'm going to say I need to sound as good as Bourdain does. Maybe look like on the Tony. voiceover. Yeah. I want to look like Tony. No, when, but the because his voiceover is like yeah, and soothing. that show is shot like. I'm talking about the original like run of No Reservations. No Reservations All yeah. his shows look great, but like that crew, like they've like won awards for cinematography. Like it's gorgeously shot. Yeah, the show looks great. It sounds great. It's like well put together. I mean, and he's getting blacked out, fucking drunk the whole time. <laughs> wow. But nobody thinks that. Right. He's that guy's taking 19 shots of fucking vodka <laughs> in his fucking. He's probably Russia slowed episode. down. That he's, sounds like know, my nightmare. He's probably slowed down over that's, over the years. No, he doesn't. He's a yeah, he's got animal. a great life. He's got a great life for sure. Well, Joel, I think that just means that Anthony Bourdain can do it. I think you should have. Oh a hair shit! Of the dog. No. Oh shit! No hair way. of the dog does hair work. Of the hair dog. of the dog. Here of the dog. Yeah, take it down. There yes. we go. That's gonna make you feel better. I need that laughing soundtrack. Joel just took <laughs> Joel, Joel just took a little buffalo trace to the to the grill, and I oh. think uh, I think that'll actually help you a lot. No, I mean, yeah, you gotta it's uh you gotta put some back into your system. Dude, I've been this is like the healthiest week of my life because you know last, last week we last went week ham. Got ham. Last two days woken up at seven a.m. for a boxing class. Didn't drink last two nights. I'm the healthiest fucking man in the world right now. I had fucking. 15 pieces of garlic yesterday. <laughs> I'm unstoppable. He, he eats garlic So my whole thing to not get sick is aggressive oh, garlic intake. Yeah. And I, I'm on like eight cloves a day. But yesterday I went real big. You fucking echo park hipster. I'm a monster. <laughs> no, it's not hipster. I won't make eye contact with you. You have a man bun. <laughs> You're in my house with a man bun right now. I don't have a man bun. I have long hair that I tie okay. back. It looks pretty tight. So that it's, it's it doesn't get in somebody's You guys have tattoos food. and man bun. I'm, you know, come on now, guys. <laughs> no, also, man bun garlic. is when a motherfucker desperately tries to oh, tie their hair good. back. It actually looks better. Like I have look like a hair. That's like, like Andrew Mufasa. WK right now. <laughs> However, I must say that you are wearing the dude sweater. I am wearing the dude sweater right now. Shout out to Pendleton. Please sponsor us. I will talk about <laughs> I will make this into a Pendleton-based podcast. I have I have much love for Pendleton. No, but let me say, garlic, that's not a hipster thing. That's like an Italian grandma thing. Like, eat your garlic. Like, eat your garlic. <laughs> yeah. Eat your garlic. You'll be healthy. I mean, like, Grandma, knock it off. Stop touching no, me. No, no. Eight what's, clothes what's a happening? day. Eight clothes a day. Oh, and, and I have to say that I was just bullshitting, and I would never mean any disrespect. Okay, okay. <laughs> hey, the try second it. second. Aggressive garlic. It's working for me. I'm not sick. I haven't aggressive. gotten sick. Joel got real sick. Ugh. I do aggressive whiskey, and that's okay. We can have that, our, works but, that works, too. That works, too. 
Either way, the moment I hit your presence, I knew that you were a fucking badass human being. <laughs> <laughs> and I will never second guess there or you question go. you. My my whole thing is like is like try to try to do a lot of probiotics and just try to eat a lot of garlic. That's all. I feel like that's enough. Yeah. A lot of veg lot of vegetables too. I, you have to. Especially yeah. when you eat a lot of meat. Like when you eat the amount of meat that I eat, you gotta balance out with a lot of vegetables. So are you strictly like paleo? Not like not like strict, but I definitely like lean toward like a lower carb just because it's like i love meat love seafood balancing out with veggies and like you know but, but it's I've like seen yeah. you, I've, I've seen you go ham on some carbs i'll go ham on carbs yeah i, I, I try to do like 80 20 as long as like 80 percent <laughs> of the time you're being like somewhat healthy mm -hmm. getting your veggies in getting your garlic the other 20 percent you're like i'll eat 15 tacos right now <laughs> and i've done and then, that and then well, you and i've done that that's actually I've a personal never record i've heard a doctor say that 15 tacos is unhealthy there, so exactly prove it yeah exactly medical prove science it. has been silent on the 15 tacos <laughs> issue when we talk about probiotics now, I got a couple of gallons of uh, kombucha oh, in, my, <laughs> in <car>. my office. <laughs> in my trunk. It proved it proper that I'm trying to get rid of. Oh, I'll come by. Because my scoby's hungry for more. I'm actually not a big kombucha <laughs> guy. Like I've, I, I like the kind of vinegar-like acidity. I love like bitter acidic stuff. But I haven't really gotten into making kombucha or drinking it like on a regular basis. I've had it and enjoyed it, but like... You know, I've I've made sauerkraut, I've mm -hmm. made kefir mm -hmm. at home, but never fuck with. Might be time, might be time to do kombucha. Well, if you want to do it, I have a uh, like the the best, most like approachable, um, I would say, kit. Okay. Because like the kit doesn't exist. Right. When you, you have to have a to, strong scope. Like, well, when you get, when you start looking at kits, you get sold. Right. <laughs> so like, my kit is not a kit. I know it's coming from the heart. Yeah. Like I could tell you the best scoby. Right. And then the best fermentation crock. Right. And I got recipes. Oh shit. I think my problem with store-bought kombucha no, is most of it is way too sweet and has a bunch of sugar. I've definitely found some brands yeah. like GTs that like the basic one doesn't have a ton of sugar and it's got that nice acidic bite. But like so many of them, you're like, this is like, this isn't healthy. Here's what happens. 14 grams so sugar. You, so you make your scoby. Right. Well, you don't make your SCOBY. You get your SCOBY and you bring life to that SCOBY. Right. You know that it's a right. symbiotic culture. You're like God. Of bacteria and yeast. You're like God to a, a living small thing. society. <laughs> you're like, it's like no, Lisa and the two. No, 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 no. You're it's like your pet. Put on the board. It's like your pet. You're right. like, I don't want to kill you. Right. You're Scobie. caring for I it. Make it's you, a living thing. I want to make you live. Make but you I strong. also want to drink off your juices. <laughs> it's a symbiotic but, relationship. But so exactly. Between it's living super organisms. Symbiotic. Hell yeah. But so when you're pulling off your own tap like that crock yeah, right there. Yeah, I have a, I have a, a Scobie, water crock. Then, then you're cool. Right. But when you go to bottle, you have to add sugar for the secondary mm -hmm. fermentation mm -hmm. so that it has bubbles much like bottle. champagne, the champagne yes. method, a secondary you do the in method bottle method fermentation, adding sugar, which I don't care for. That's why I'm all about that. <laughs> so that's, that's what's making it. That's why people are, th that's why like the sugar content at the store bought right. is on that level yeah. because too you don't need that if you're pulling it off. I'm going to have to start making kombucha shit. I'm going to start making kombucha. I'm going to get a fucking, I'm going to get a couple chickens. Uh-oh, I'm going to build a hen house <laughs> no, out back. No, just please come and take our kombucha. We have too much. No one, <laughs> yeah. no one will drink it because it I tastes will. like piss and vinegar. <laughs> uh, it's full of piss and vinegar, and at first it was only we're, vinegar. We're kind of coming to the end of the line here. Yeah. I, wanted to, I wanted to ask you, um, if, if someone comes to your restaurant, what's like the absolute must-order dish at Brown Proper? In your He's opinion. He's thinking. In He's your opinion. 
He's deep. Obviously, on this. you love all your dishes like children. The must order, I think, is a like I if mean, someone's like, three. I just want such a hard question Wait, for what me. Is it? If I got answer, ask that question, I'd be like, I don't know. Okay, three. Hit us with three. The Trinity. Beef heart pastrami toast. Beef heart. Mm-hmm. Beef heart pastrami toast. Beef heart pastrami. That toast. sounds Whoa. fucking awesome. See, I yeah. love right. heart. I love eating hearts. So. Uh, yeah, it makes you. So, so you it basically makes you a nicer person. Scientifically proven. Is it sliced thin like? Yeah. Damn. With with some with some Trinity on there. And Ooh. some uh, rojo beans. Trinity, bread. you're referring to peppers, onion, celery. Okay. okay. He does. <laughs> uh, house andouille sausage. Ooh. How's that served? Just straight up. Uh, got some gorditas on the side. Some Red Island, uh, Sea Island red peas from the coast of Love South Carolina. Love red peas. Yes. Oh, damn. Some marjoram. Uh, oh yeah. And the sausage we gotta, we gotta is go. made we gotta go in get house that floral from start as shit. to finish. We gotta That's get awesome. down there. Uh, the guys love making condom jokes and dick jokes while they're making the sausage. Well, I can't imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> what? What are you talking Wait, about? So you're grinding. You're grinding your own. Yeah, Damn, that's awesome. That's so that. cool. Really. Like uh, that. And then uh, fried whole game hen. That's just everybody oh, loves that. Sounds that awesome too. Chicken. Big big fan of game hen. Fried fried game hen. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Is, some, it, uh, is it whole? Some pepper jelly. Yes. Some oh, pepper nice. jelly. Uh, oh, some house-made yeah. buttermilk biscuits. I feel like Dude, we're kind pepper of jelly and biscuits yeah. are one of the greatest things so on the and planet. And then it's when like you get a, good a honeycomb. Oh, yeah. Wait, and then if I had to throw in there, okay, Addendum. shaved pecans, honeycomb on the fried whole game. And then if I if it, there's one more thing that I would throw on there, uh, aside from the fact that there's like six, right? Exactly, it's all good <laughs> shit on the menu. All but good. the the charred octopus, I love. Uh, that's like it's always my good octopus shit. Because I don't octo, play man. when it comes to octopus. <laughs> there you go. Damn. <laughs> um. So we do this. We uh we blanch it really quickly, chef. Mm-hmm. Um. In some salted water, uh, we do about a four pound Spanish octopus. Nice. And we do a quick blanch just to get the cook started. Yeah. And then we go into our braise with, once again, Trinity. Yeah. Our Trinity Mirepoix with heavy, fresh bay leaves, um, dry white wine, um, tons of garlic. And then we, we go in the oven and we braise it oh, yeah. for five hours on a really low temperature. Mm-hmm. And then we let it rest. And so when we pull the tentacles off and then we marinate them in a little bit of an herb oil mm-hmm. and we fucking char it up. Mm-hmm. And so it's melting your mouth tender and it's crispy. Yeah. And that it's sounds herbaceous. great. That sounds like my ideal dish right here. Yeah. Then we take that octopus and we toss it in a blood orange mojo sauce Whoa. inspired by Cubano cuisine. Oh, shit. And then on top, like that goes on top of we do these crispy little fingerling potatoes from Wiser Farms. Nice. Uh, nice anchovy remoulade that's got good fish sauce Love in there. Um, charred mustard greens this sounds fucking awesome like this dish man it's like a perfect bite this just became a sexy podcast every time you hit it like that's my favorite i feel like that's the best dish i'll ever create in my life damn i'm on a downhill i'm on a downhill downhill, baby like i'll never make anything octopus and then down to the bottom baby so, Joel, what is a dish that we get at your restaurant? Oh, yeah. Let's talk Wallace. Oh, no, shit. let's not talk. About What's your favorite it? dish Why? in the Wallace? Because right I, 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 my favorite, n- none Joel's of so it. so sick of all this stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> so sick I mean, of And we, cha- we change I, it all the time. I already talked about this last episode, but shout out to that fucking beef rib at the Wallace. Oh, the beef mm. rib's really good, yeah. Oh. Also, it's kind of southern. It's got it's got a cornmeal, kind of like a cornbread, it's got a corn, like cornbread sprinkle, like, like crust, and, and then, then like uh, a salbichata, yeah. which is kind of like a vinegary pico de gallo. Yeah, and then, uh, and, uh, 
a barbecue sauce made out of Barks root beer. Oh yeah, dude, that's <laughs> southern. Oh, that root beer, so root beer yeah. BBQ sauce. That's root, real root, southern. Root, root beer barbecue sauce. God, that beef ribs fucking root good. And then, do you have any shows coming up? Uh, hell yes. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll I plug it. I'll plug it now and again. I, you know, I host a show that's uh, first and third Mondays at the Bootleg Theater in Echo Park. Come on down. It's always free. <laughs> it's always great. Full bar. Great comics. Get in there. Um, and don't forget to use your Chase Sapphire card. That's true. <laughs> Chase Sapphire. And don't forget to wear Pendleton <laughs> products. The sturdy. Well-insulated sweater that won't let you down. And also, if it's too loud for you at the show, use Gorman's Ear Guards. Guard your ears! With, with Gorman's. Gorman's. <laughs> Damn, we gotta get a sponsor. We gotta get a sponsor, I man. Just the, I just wanna do the drop. I we just like I doing mean, it. I mean, I wanted to sponsor you just now. Fuck. <laughs> well, we're spo- now we're sponsored. Thank you, Cassidy. Yeah. yeah Our first sponsor. Hey, Cassidy. <laughs> do you guys have a sponsor? And from Bruin Proper and yeah. 86 Pike? Pike? <laughs> 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 Thank you for Beam Suntory. That's right. <laughs> do you guys have any? Do you, you guys have, have to any freestyle this and make it? We don't have any. Uh, but you get liquor sponsors, but I get my liquor That's companies. Smart. We got to gotta do that. Yeah. Give us liquor. Is that a free bottle of Thank Buffalo you Trace? To liquor. Thank, Thank you, Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Thank you, Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace. Shout out to Buffalo Trace. Um, I bought that at CVS. Fuck Buffalo Trace. <laughs> no, she said you got it for free. <laughs> no, I didn't buy. I bought that at CVS last night. Because I wanted to drink it, but I fell asleep early, well, so the bottle God. isn't empty. Well, I was empty. actually going to go by Peru and grab a bottle of Buffalo Trace, one of the six free bottles that Chelsea dropped off for us, but I didn't. So. Chelsea. Thanks, Chelsea. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Shout out to fucking Dude, Chelsea, it's just, bro. it's just all about podcasts coming together, making it happen, pod synergy, fucking out here 2018 bringing pot bringing meeting of the minds dude it's it's like the kombucha it's a symbiotic it's a relationship. symbiotic <laughs> a symbiotic relationship i'm trying to wear that dude sweater to find out if small is my size. damn right we're gonna we're gonna do a little try well, session right now well dude thanks thanks for yeah thanks, thanks for, for coming by yeah 86 pie is on us. instagram it's at 86 pie. at 86 pie that's eight six p-i-e podcast um eight's mm-hmm. at eight six pie podcast um what's the reason for the name you ask yes <laughs> I am interested well, to know. Before I really quickly, before I fell in love with Cassidy. Nothing is really quickly with Sammy, <laughs> as you have known. You're a lucky lady then. So. Oh yeah, you guys are dating. <laughs> I feel like we didn't even we How didn't even you. say that. This I is this is a couple. That's right. That's co-workers, couple. romantic partners, podcast um, partners. You're doing it all. Yo, she. You're fucking, an inspiration. She rolled up into the restaurant one day with some key lime pie as a gift. And it was the best key lime pie oh, I've ever God, had. Now, I'm a lover pie. of key lime pie. So I said, great. I'll see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. Because it's going on the menu. Oh. Said, can we please put this on the menu? I said, I don't know. Let me call my mom and ask. <laughs> Is your mom, your mom <laughs> cooked and baked the pie? Oh, okay. That's and awesome. And I'm the only other human being oh. who knows the recipe. Okay. So. Hey, what's it called on the menu? Is it like, what's your mom's Cassidy's name? Cassidy's mom is it's, key lime pie. It's called Cassidy's mom and is key lime pie. That is awesome. It's still pie. on the menu? And for the most part, we're 86 because Cassidy <laughs> is a fucking slacker <laughs> that doesn't fucking like making Put your pies, mom to work. And she gets pissed off about it. She can ship it over. Ship it over. Insulated pie containers. They Why exist. is this pie nine hundred dollars a slice? Well, we, it was hard. I'm gonna people link you to a podcast specifically asking Cassidy, "Do you have the key lime pie today?" I'm like, "No, please call ahead because it's right on the menu. It says limited availability." Yeah, okay. On the menu, it's Cassidy's Mama's key lime pie. Yeah. We don't have this. Not <laughs> available. Yeah. Permanently eighty six. I don't and then listen just, to yeah. the podcast. Then it's just, yeah, then it's a link to your podcast, yeah. and it's like what? 
It's like out of like 52 weeks out of the year, I would say like maybe 18 weeks out of the year we have <laughs> the key lime pie because it's just gangbusters, man. And, um, you know, it's not even that she doesn't want to keep up with it, but like she's running a fucking bar program with That's stellar true. Drinks. You got shit to do. Well, when Joel and I come in, we'll like we'll message you like a week ahead of time. Yeah. So yeah. maybe like we, we get some need of the pie. pie. We need that pie. I've got we have pie at the restaurant. I think we have one pie left. Okay. Right well, nice. I'm coming in. I'm coming in for that octopus. Uh, shout out to Pro and Proper. I mean, you can I'm follow Pro and Proper. I looked at your. I read your menu. Is it? Times. Is it? Uh, but, uh, it's, at Pro and Proper on yeah. Instagram. Mm-hmm. At Pro and Proper. Follow that. Go eat there if you're in the LA area and you haven't already. Fucking bringing it with that Southern soul food love. Soul it says soul food on your hands. Soul food. Um, follow us at Yap Pod on Instagram and Twitter. That's Y A P P O D. I am at Carl Hess. Joel is at David, at Joel David Miller. I've had some bourbon, folks. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Carl, you do have the best radio voice. I have a great radio voice. It's, Thank it's, you. It's just, so it's perfect. Good. It's so good. Folks, thanks for tuning in to Yelling About Pate crossover episode with 86 Pot. Now I'm just like, Mexican announcer. I can do it all. You can do it all. You really can do it all. Please book Carl for for any of your hosting needs. Exactly. I'll fucking come. I'll come host the shit out of some stuff. Just bring some bourbon. Yeah. As long as as long as you give me enough Buffalo Trace. Jump on iTunes. Review both podcasts. Comment on both podcasts. Subscribe. You know that helps. And uh, this has been a goddamn pleasure, guys. Been a goddamn. Hopefully, the first of many successful podcast crossovers where we get free whiskey. <laughs> that sounds great. Love it. Shout out to Pendleton. Sh- shout out to Pendleton. Thanks for listening, guys, and we will be back next week. Mm-hmm.